Beardy and the Beast, The Second Wall. This is a placeholder intro song. Welcome to The Second Wall, binge-free zone where we look at a series and discuss it in small chunks. This time we are looking at Joss Whedon's sci-fi classic, Firefly. We can be found on most podcast and social media platforms, a full list of which can be found at beardyandthebeast.com. Please watch the episode and then join Drew and I in the mess as we explore the verse. You know how you know that they're, they're bad dudes? How do you know they're bad dudes? Because at the very beginning of the episode, they go, I'm a bad dude, and if I want something, I'm going to take it. You know I'm a bad <laughs> dude when I... Yeah, and it... It wasn't the cargo? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just... Uh, that that always stuck out to me, the beginning of this episode. Uh like, even before I even, like, on my original watch through, the fact that Buddy just kind of monologues, it's like, if it's something we need, we take it. And I'm like, that's kind of contrived. Like, you just need to introduce them as bad dudes. Like, it's not even relevant to the episode. They could have just done the thing. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know if contrived is necessarily the word I would use. Mm. Um, I would say heavy-handed. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, it makes sense. It's just a really heavy-handed way of introducing that. <laughs> they, they could have cut that entire scene out and the episode would have made the exact same amount of sense. Yeah, they just needed a little bit of time. Actually, it would have made more sense if they had cut that out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, okay, because... So, I guess we're starting world-building this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> they... They capture a Simon, a doctor, mm-hmm. because they're trying to save the people in their village. Oh, yeah. If they didn't have that line, you would have actually had, again, the gray that's happening throughout this. Opposed to, like, these are, these are bad dudes because they're bad dudes. They're skinning a rabbit and looking at spaceships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't quite get that decision, but is what it is. <laughs> it's just <laughs> bad. This is bad writing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, go ahead. I mean, I would, I would, outside of the, uh, flashbacks and some like touching-ish moment here or there. Um, the, episode, the episode definitely feels very, like, strung along. Like, mm. a lot of filler in between some very key points. I mostly agree. Uh, I, I think this is partially just the issue with the 45-minute format that yeah. most of these shows were stuck to. Uh, you know, nowadays, if this was done on on the Netflix, you know, this would have been that, you know, half hour episode that we got <laughs> at the mm. end of Squid Game. Right? Because that's all you really need it. Um, I just, it's something I noticed and can kind of like probably expand upon it when we talk about characters. Hmm. I do like um, in the world building sense how they they definitely kind of pushing into how hard it can be on these um, non central worlds. Yeah, Especially the like, other like being in such a place that you pretty much have to like kidnapped, forcefully conscript tradespeople at that and. Like, there's just insufficient doctors. Mm. And it's kind of that thing, like, some people, sometimes people get sick, and they, most of the time, they get better, and sometimes they, sometimes you need a doctor. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really good 
show of that because every other time we've seen this, we've seen like the wild west, mm-hmm. but, but we've never seen like what the consequences around that can be. Uh, so I, I do think they actually did that, did that fairly well. Um, and you know, they actually start giving you an idea of how isolated some of these planets and such can be from each other. You're like, Oh, why isn't the Alliance here? It's like the closest ships, like 10 hours away. It's not going to happen. Um, well, this, this is the thing. This is something that was really well contrasted in that, uh, the cruiser Magellan had very decent or, uh, excellent medical facilities. Mm-hmm. And they were prepared just to like turn away someone who was actively dying in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're obviously not helping out anyone on this, on this planet. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, it's a military ship. It's honestly, we don't know if they're strained for resources in any way. Like they don't seem that way, but they might be. Um, we haven't explored anything like that yet. But I, I think of things like um, we do know that they go on tours, mm-hmm. uh, which means they like, especially if you're going to deep space. We don't we don't know what cycles they are for refueling and re, like retrofitting and stuff. Yeah, they could very very well just have limited resources themselves. Uh, and I mean, like we see that in things like Farscape where, where you have even the peacekeepers did have resource issues sometimes, just not as much. My, I don't the, like the way that they express the military in the central planets, they really do kind of express it as a haves versus like have nots situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's logical to say that they might be stint on resources or something, but the way they've set up the world makes me think you have to assume they have at least some capabilities and could help. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And either don't because they don't care or don't because they're not ordered to or don't because um, helping people is in the outer planets is not a priority for the Alliance. I definitely get that because, yeah, there's other things they could do. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, I know here they have, yeah, and here's a bonus to get a doctor out in these rural towns because otherwise mm-hmm. help's an hour away, right? So I, I know there's things around that, but not something we've fully got to explore yet. Um, I think interesting part around this as well um or just the rim planet itself it's i'm surprised well obviously not surprised but it's interesting to see all of a sudden getting that like a very religious like extremely religious town because mm. i mean there's religion around that's nothing new but to have that zealotry i found that interesting I, don't remember it necessarily being explored much more. And I don't know if I quite understand. No, it makes, it makes sense when you, when you are without and things are hard, having something to believe in. Hmm. And you could tell that there was two effectively two, two groups in that town. There was those who believed and then those who used the belief for power. Hmm. So the, the patron of the town uh, was using it for power and the helpful nurse um, believed and was truly trying to help the people around her. Yeah. I Even if she would not suffer that. a witch to live. <laughs> yep, she's our witch. But that, <laughs> honestly, I, th- I think it was mirrored some in the flashbacks, though. Mm. Um. In, instead of having a religious faith, having a faith in uh, status, standing, power. Yes. Um, I, I did pick up on some of that, too. I, I do think there was there's an episode that feels like it was a lot of filler. I do think they did a lot of decent juxtaposition 
with that. And I think they, I mean, we definitely get a, an idea of the core worlds a bit more. Mm-hmm. And it is that very, for lack of a better term, urban. And I'm concerned more about the appearances and, you know, make sure you become the best doctor you can. And, uh, the, uh, I, I do, I do get a feeling that this one, this episode was probably one of the earlier written episodes mm-hmm. as in when they were still discovering the format. Cause obviously mm-hmm. like you'd write, write a bunch of stuff, but I doubt these were written in a, this episode is first. We wrote it first kind of situation and then moving on. Yeah. Like you, um, just, just the way it feels the way that the communication is and the way that there seemed to be more sh- shots wasted than normal mm-hmm. made it feel kind of earlier draft comparatively to say the last episode shindig right yeah I- it's a uh, and it could just be time they might have just needed to stall for time because you can't introduce more because you need to tie it to something in this this series apparently really likes to do co- contrast if they're not doing it with an event they're doing it with characters or even emotions mm-hmm. um yeah so it might just be as simple as that yeah it's just not the strongest written yeah and it's not bad like, yeah I yeah there's there's definitely a lot of good within it but i agree I, um, I know. I think we were talking off camera. We were like, you weren't sure what we'd have in the last episode necessarily to go on about. I was mm. kind of feeling that this way for this one, um, because you know, we just couldn't get the same interactions where we'd want. And like, this is clearly the Tams mm-hmm. focus episode, right? Like the last one was kind of Inara and Kaylee. This one here is Simon and River. Um, Because I think, in a way, they're so disconnected from the crew, you can't really pull in the rest of the crew in the same way that we could for Shindig. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, they did do a few things that immediately jumped at me. Um, one, using, like, this is where I'm getting that what's up with book. This mm-hmm. is that confirmation of that feeling that always kind of there. Um, that works because it affects the plot, even though it doesn't affect the plot directly. Mm. Right? Okay, now we have to live, leave Simon and River because we have to go. We just don't have the time. We need to get book saved. We didn't really get much from book other than, okay, there's something more here, obviously, because they dropped everything. Uh, when they found out who he was. Um, I think we got a nice bit with Anara again. Uh, I think just the, the little bit that she's there, she showed to me anyway that she's an equal to Kamau. Mm. Um, when she's like, no, we have a way to save him. This is how. And they didn't like it, but she has that same commanding presence. Which... Again, it goes back to the mirroring that we talked about. I, I looked at that situation more as um, I, I don't think that option was off the table, but it just needed someone to say it. Mm. So, someone having the presence to my mind to say it to indicate it's the right choice. Yeah. Um, to be that symbol of reason mm-hmm. in an uncertain circumstance. Um, and it seemed to me she, she would have fully known the, uh, pos- potential results Yeah, because it could have, for some reason, ended up in confiscation of the ship or arrest of everyone on board or, any number of things. Yeah. And it it seemed to me that uh 
having someone be able to approach Mel who would have already considered that um, to say, no, that's, that's the choice that needs to be made. That's what yeah. we need to do. Uh, yeah. I, I, I looked at it more about uh, a voice of reason and uncertain time. Yeah. I, I think with what you're saying, I think it, it's matching up with very similar to what I'm meaning. It's like, you still need that person to step up to lead. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not, and make that tough call. Like you can clearly lose everything, but you have the chance to save him. Mm -hmm. Right. Which actually mirrors again into what we get with the Tams. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of how the best way to go about this. Cause there's some interesting, yeah, we'll, we'll, think we'll save the Tams overall. Yeah, for they'll they'll probably be the biggest arc. Um I don't think Jane was written appropriately in this episode. He didn't seem to show any concern for uh book. Uh and we we already know that he does have attachments to the crew, even though like he won't show it. For yeah. instance, when he was watching over Kaylee from like a dark corner when she was shot. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't, there, there's nothing to indicate animosity or indifference towards book. Mm. Um, it just, it seemed to me that he was, he was written in a surface level, unlikable way in this episode. So I mostly agree. I'm going to put, this is a little bit of headcanon from what we've seen of Jane in mm. the previous episodes. Um, and this actually could have been a way that they could have padded the time a little bit better. It was Jane's, it's shown Jane's coping mechanism is move to the money, move to the materialistic part of it. Mm. So him going, but what about the money? Could have been that cope. And where I think like a slight change that they could have done was again, have that same type of thing. Him crouching near while they're mm -hmm. trying to work a book. Um, I think that would have changed that enough. Um, you know, him rooting through the Tams things. Yeah, it's not too surprising. He doesn't exactly have, he doesn't have that attachment to them yet. Mm-hmm. So that's not so surprising. Um, I think it plays a little bit too much on, and probably poisons the well a bit around how he was with book too. Mm. Is now it made it look like he was just a vulture. Yeah, where we've already seen that's not the case. Yeah, it was. I mean, they could have tried a little hard, harder in an episode that was really just a whole lot of series of uh coincidences mm. all revolving around uh one theme uh, <laughs> i mean kaylee was fine i mean this was definitely not her episode she wasn't like super important except for some like introductory um i mean that that being said they haven't really gone into her too much at all. I think so. There, there was a little bit with Kaylee that she, she didn't have much in this episode. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we have again her, her smitten over, over Simon, and uh, obviously her love for the ship comes through. But she's really trying, and I think. When you think of the beginning of this episode with Kaylee in context of Shindig, um, there's a bit more of a, a through line there. Because mm -hmm. again, we get she's interested in the in the fancy things, the things she considers fancy, but she's so it's so not her world that she doesn't understand that they're probably gonna see this kitsch. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, I want to get this plate. I think it's really pretty. Right. And, you know, Anara is very supportive. Um, I think that's 
looking at the gesture. Mm. So then, of course, when Simon comes, it's like, oh, this looks, you know, this is garbage. It's it hits her hard. And I think it's just that idea again of Kaylee. She's young, right? She feels young. Mm. She feels like the youngest there. Um, you know, river aside, because river's river. <laughs> um, you can see she's young. She's she's still trying to find her way, and trying to navigate this world. Trying to you know get the fancy college educated boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we see her really trying to make an effort. It just doesn't. doesn't get it or doesn't understand why they don't get it, I guess is a better way mm-hmm. to put that. Um, we see a small interaction with that too. When um, I guess talking about contrasts, um, her interaction with Anara about the swan, mm. right? It's like, yeah, like you could see like Anara is kind of like, uh, just, that type of thing, but Kaylee's like, oh, but this is why, and Anara encourages that. She, she sees that that difference in, in how Anara or how Kaylee kind of sees the world, mm-hmm. and we contrast that with Simon right afterwards, where clearly he doesn't. <laughs> um, so little character moments that pulled that reflection in. Another reflection I saw was again from shindig that's why i think there's a follow-through in that is um when mal insulted kaylee he knew immediately and knew what he did yeah even though he couldn't say anything simon was oblivious he doesn't know what he did um, well and then he tried to make excuses yeah where uh, mal just like just shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did wrong. I'm, I'm quiet now. Yeah. Uh, you also have, I mean, I think some of that's just the overall attachment to the crew. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, again, he cares about them. He makes that very clear. Um, with Simon's like, well, why'd you come back? Part of my crew. Yeah. But why you're part of my crew? <laughs> <laughs> why are we still talking about this? <laughs> Right, and again, it's just that stoic way that Mal handles things. Like, the, there's, if you weren't quite as dense as Simon, you might understand what he just said. Well, I mean, and this is this is kind of a reoccurring theme that they um, go into over and over uh, again in the series is uh, what is home. Mm-hmm. and everyone's different feelings about what is home but it, like it's clear uh the ship is kaylee's home um it's it's clear that the crew is mal's home it's it's clear that malcolm is in our home <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so it's one one of the things that they covered in this and they keep pushing towards. Um, and that's that's kind of what happened when Zoe was talking to Book. Um, they kind of like outright said it when Book was like, it's good to be home. Yeah. It's obvious that he's acclimate. Um, that's not the wrong word, not the word I want to use. It's obvious that he's accustomed to that way of life and now understands his path and like his belonging on that ship. Yeah. And this was it finally being shown to uh river and Simon. Yeah. And the, the nurse even said, um, like if here is not home, then where is? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, again contrasted with the flashbacks where it was mm-hmm. clear that was 
Simon giving up his home. Yeah. Um, for something, I guess, more important. And he's found it with the crew, which is expressed by uh, Malcolm. Yeah, it, it's... I want to segue slightly. I want to continue on with the Simon thread, um, but I also want to finish up the home theory there. Uh, I really enjoy the fact that, again, that just family dinner. It feels like a family dinner. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I actually noticed all of the chairs are mismatched. Mm. And it's just kind of like just this nice touch. It's Yeah, no. We'll pull up a new chair for you guys. You are the crew. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the feeling that I got from it. So I I really enjoyed that. Um you know, to to kind of trying to think, do we have other characters to go into before we go into the Tams more? No, they um, didn't like So we had a cool line. We don't rush him for the little things. Um and Wash had like three lines. Yeah. It wasn't a Zoe Wash episode at all. Like, it wasn't no. even really a Kaylee and Nara one. They just, uh, Nara had an important line. Yeah, just happened to connect. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the episode to me that, I mean, they, they, they did this well. This is what saved Simon. This is what makes Simon actually a bit more relatable as a character overall. Mm we've kind of talked about that because and they contrast everything around it very well in my mind so we get him being mean and talking about the ship and you know being a piece of trash and and you know obviously doesn't have doesn't care about people with that way of life and you contrast that with what he's lost and what he's Fairly recently lost, like for probably what, a couple months at this point. Still, I think we figured out last time. I'd I'd like to amend that term. Hmm. Um, I'd rather refer to it as gave up. Um, because I I feel like lost would imply it was beyond his power. From a objective standpoint yes he gave it up but he's not at that point yet at the beginning of this episode he's lost everything no i i I still i still think my analysis of the terminology is correct i and that's what makes the the mirroring to like him being an asset not knowing about it Mm -hmm. when it's directly contrasted with him um knowing what he's doing and giving up um everything in a pacta, in a act of altruism. It's directly in conflict with the attitude he showed towards Kaylee. So I think there's, but some of that, I think it's that cope. So I think he willingly gave it up. He knows what he did there, but so logically he knows that, but from an emotional standpoint, it can still feel like he's lost it. Uh, I even in the earlier yeah, episodes, yeah. I didn't see anything implying that he felt that he lost. I think that idea of yeah, all right, yeah. I, I think we're talking around the same point. No, I just I want to just, amend the term because like being very yeah. specific with yeah. the terminology, because he was no, fully fair. within the power to retain. It was his choice to make. He made the right choice. Oh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's for sure. I don't think. The, uh, um, I, I think there still might just be some emotional confusion around that or bitterness about the fact that he had, might've had to give some of that up. Maybe that's where, maybe that's a better way to go with it. Just that emotional. Cause I mean, Stan, it's going to hit hard. Your entire life was gone, so maybe bitterness to what he had to had to give up. And of course, it's not going to be directed at his sister, but it will be directed at a situation. Mm. And Kaylee and Serenity just happen to be 
the situation. Well, that's one of the reasons why he often is at odds with Mel is because mm-hmm. Mel is the representative of Serenity, which is um, effectively his current situation. Yeah. But, but they, and you see, cause like he, like he really did give up everything. Um, everything for his sister. Uh, I mean, you, you even see it like, even though he was kidnapped, like he had no issues just jumping in and being a doctor, mm-hmm. like immediately, right? Until they, like, yes, he was being sassy about it, but he was also not going to let them suffer. Well, they, um, they even expressed that, like, how important it was for him to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where the writing kind of fails a bit in this episode because they made it feel like it was something he was being pushed into. But then they also made it feel that it was something that he was passionate about. It's just the way that his dad communicated with him. It seemed like it was more like it was a family expectation. Mm. Um, I think I think it depends on which flashback we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely in the later flashbacks, I agree with you. But I think in the early flashback, like the first flashback when they were... When they were kids they he was interested in it and he wanted the better equipment because he was passionate about it mm-hmm. right so yes they keep pushing them for that but is it pushing family expectations is it the family pushing him into that or are they encouraging that and pushing him because it's something it's interested he's interested in I'll tell you what, from a young age, these parents full well know how smart uh, Simon and River are, mm-hmm. like to the point where they sent River to like the most difficult program, educational program ever. Yeah. And they already have plans for Simon to be this like amazing best doctor ever. Yeah. But then when Simon says, like, no, there's something wrong, they ignore him so incredibly and show how much more status is. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know. I'd like to think any parent worth their salt would be like, well, you, you think you're, there's wrong and you're jeopardizing everything that you want? Because you think something's wrong, maybe I'll give you a little bit of support. But it, instead, it immediately goes to, "If this happens again, I won't come for you." So, the "if this happens again, I won't come for you" part actually didn't bother me quite as much. Well, I mean, um, like, like it's it's on par for the character. Yeah, the, I mean, it's, I mean, I think some of that is just how parents can change in the view of a child as the child grows up. So, so you start seeing things. So we might've gotten a little bit of a rose colored idea with the parents to, to what happened. Um, I mean, he might've been trying other things to do this. So this might've actually been a last straw around the status. The part that bothers me about these, these flashbacks, these interactions more so is how dismissive they were about the letters. When he literally had to spell this, like, you don't even read her letters. Well, that's if fa- he did, it would be obvious that something was wrong. Well, and that's foundational to the situation. Um, and, like, I mean, we can't, we can't make ex- assumptions because it's not stated, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't state that, like, this keeps happening or it keeps getting in trouble for this. Um, but that's foundational to everything that I'm saying. So I should have probably started there. Um, yeah. And it just keeps compelling, like it's mm. or not, or compounding. It's like a snowball turning into, um, like a giant snowball as it rolls downhill. Um, yeah. First, it starts with them not even really reading the letters, mm-hmm. and then it's all of a sudden to the point where they don't even trust their own son to know something's wrong, and he's supposed to be super smart. Yeah, it it almost felt like we needed another middle scene there. But, and again, that kind of goes back to the padding the runtime 
um, they might have been able to do something there. But I don't quite know how it would have worked narratively. Mm. You just almost need, you just almost need, like, we have step one, step two, question mark, question mark, question mark, step four, profit. (laughs) Well, I mean, with step three, (laughs) they they definitely could have taken some of that time. um, Just by removing the Jane, like, stealing stuff scene. Mm. Like, I, I don't think it adds to the episode and I don't think it adds to the character. I, I agree. Um, so those scenes could be replaced. Structurally, though, as much as I dislike flashbacks, typically, and this is probably like the weeb in me. You watch... Uh, I can't remember which, which anime I was watching, but I was watching a flashback and then it flashed back in the flashback. Ha! And I was like, I can't. That was that was the moment I was like I can't do flashbacks anymore. Um, training arcs though, and training time skips. I'm cool with those. Um, no, uh, they were they were quite well done, and they actually ex- that was those were the one set of things where there was no scene wasted in this. Mm. Uh, everything shown was necessary. And help reframe the episode from being like, just being about crew mm-hmm. to being about uh, an abandoned way of life and finding a new uh, place to belong or home. I, I think, like, I think of the flashbacks, they, there's a, and it built well. They didn't have, they didn't have a, they weren't wasted. And they, they placed them well, so we got the right reactions in the current time around them. Right? So we see, oh, here's exactly what Simon's given up. To River going, it's like, but you gave up everything for me, right? And and this is where I was kind of going with the last of them. I agree. It's not the right word. The, <laughs> the bitterness, the bitterness around it, uh, because it, it took River saying you've given up everything for me. I think to kind of clear some of that bitterness is like, no, this is everything. To mm. None of that other stuff mattered, right? And and. Again, you, you see that moment, you see him, you know, basically giving up his entire life to literally going to give up his life for his sister. And to not have that, again, just that weight around him and Mal just felt kind of lifted at the end of the episode again. Mm-hmm. It's it's that realization is like, Oh, I actually do have what matters. And so many people don't realize, you know, I, I, um, I remember the burning scene, um, differently. Mm-hmm. Like the wordage that he used when he got, got on, um, to the platform that was river river zone. Um, I remember it more of a like fine then or a so the the wordage that he used I found it far more striking and within character but it actually gave me a positive feeling towards Simon where I had none before Mm -hmm. because I don't like him as a character I like him as a plot yeah (laughs) um but like him as a character but um, so his wordage was light it, mm. fully resolute. Yeah. He's like, this is all that matters and I'm here and this is going to happen. Do it. Yeah. Um, and it actually made me appreciate him as a character. Mm. Yeah. Cause I, I'm kind of with you too. I, I, I remembered it slightly different, but I mean, that's probably just 
time. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was definitely absolutely steadfast. And it's interesting because before that we were talking, like Mal was talking about Simon's like, well, he didn't run. He's not a coward. Mm-hmm. Right. But whereas we've kind of had that, eh, isn't he though? But uh, just all of these interactions throughout this episode shows like, no, he's not like he's just not the big damn heroes. Mm. <laughs> Ain't we just. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he knows what he did. Like he's got conviction. And I mean, we, we've always kind of known that, but it's it's shown very clearly here. And again, Mal sees him as part of his crew because he respects that. He respects the strength, and even if it's a different strength. Well, I, I recognize, or I think that Mal recognizes that uh, Simon looks to his sister how Mal looks to his crew. Like there was a line there as well. Yeah. But in the end, it's yeah. just ends up being yeah, framed all in what is home and where is home. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I'll tell you one thing though. It's happy there wasn't any Sheridan in this episode. <laughs> in fact, I I really liked uh, Young River. Young River, like there was playfulness there, but there was a. Matter of fact, I'm far more mature than I let on kind of situation, but also I'm still a kid. Yeah. Um, which is good because if they share her in any way, like that would absolutely have ruined everything we know about River. <laughs> little Little River's acting was far better than older River's acting as if she was a young girl. Just saying. Oh, I I mean, I agree. And I'm glad we generally don't see too much of, you know, Summer Glau trying to be young River. <laughs> um No, she she it was just completely believable. She was definitely one to play. It was all about the independence coming and eating Simon on mm. dinosaurs. <laughs> but also you get that quick, it's like, yeah, no, that's just wrong. Like the the way Simon described River in the first episode, they nailed that with that flashback. It was exactly what he described. Right well, and then now. they they even showed it with uh, River immediately learning a dance just by observing for ten seconds. I was gonna say the exact same thing. It's like you know, you know that she is. She takes in everything and can act on it. And well, this, well, yeah. And this, and this is where they're finally pushing through and they're like, giving us a little bit of answers here. It's not that it's not just, cause I still think she's hyper intuitive, mm-hmm. but there's definitely something more there. Um, possibly like psychic or something reading minds or, it could. This isn't high sci-fi enough for them to say um, she's so hyper intuitive and reads people so well she can tell what they're thinking through their um, like micro movements. Yeah, it's not this. That's not this kind of series. You'd expect mm-hmm. something like that in uh, like Star Trek. Yeah, it's like oh this. You know, this alien race can do that thing. But in this, like, you're definitely beginning to wonder is like, is there like a psychic thing going on? So there's one part in particular about that. So um, I kind of want to talk about, I was wanting to go into that anyway. So early in the episode, they did kind of the same editing issue that we talked about, where is it editing or is she sensing something else? Mm hmm. Because we have her kind of starting to freak out at the same time we're seeing what's happened to to Book. At the same time her brother's getting 
captured, right? We got to get that. So it's kind of, is this just editing or is she picking up on something? Mm. Okay, well, let's leave that to just weird editing choices for now. Yeah. Simply because we, anything else, unfortunately, is headcount. Um, and then we go into the, her, um, basically knowing Ruby's, was it Ruby? Was that her name? Yes. Um, Ruby's backstory. And that one there, I can straight up go, it's like, okay, no, that one there, that could be the hyper, the hyper aware, Mm. right? Based off of the dance. It's like, it's a small place. There's going to be clues around. She's going to have, she could probably pick something up. It was really the conversation with the patron that really goes, okay, what? (laughs) Like, what's going on? I mean, technically speaking, again, this could be headcanon um, and is more likely to be headcanon. The only explanation that I could give for that that would be like this worldly um, would be she's so hyper aware and she heard somebody else talking about it. But they didn't even introduce this character until that scene. Yeah. So, like, any explanation I can give for it um, would just be hypotheticals. Mm -hmm. Like, we're at a point where you go from, like, yeah, I think you encapsulated it well. We start, we start out with what we've seen before, the weird editing choices, uh, is it, is it not, into, like, she knows something no one said. Yeah. yeah. And they ramped it up during the, the course of this. Yeah, exactly. It, it's... Yeah, it really starts making a question. This is where I go back to the idea of, like, we kind of talked about this. It's like, I really think a lot of this stuff is early because i think the first season was supposed to be completely about about river well i mean most most of these first seasons unveil the major like overarching plot yeah so it's and they they just ramp it up so well and again in an unbelievable way but yeah, we definitely know there's questions. And this episode raises, again, a lot of questions. Again, now we've got questions about book as well. It's just, mm. where is this going? Um, uh, I do want to say uh, the dance scene is probably like, it's one of those scenes that's burned in my mind mm. when she does that. Because it's just, this is the first time that we see her being almost comfortable for lack of a better term. Okay. Yeah. She, she seems like she seems like herself. She's just able to enjoy what's going on. You know, everything messed up with her head melted away and seeing Simon, Simon's reaction to her reaction. is just one of those like little heartwarming things. It it hits in the feels. (laughs) Um, it's always been a standout scene to me because of that. Um, I've always passed that one by. Of course, I'm a little bit more uh, uh, action oriented. Mm-hmm. So the scene that's burned in my mind is like Jane hanging from the ship and the like. Uh, it's it's his will you you should be worrying about situation. Such a good line. Yeah. Well, I mean. I think the uh, non-Simon and River uh, dialogue was weak until that point. Yeah. There's a few good lines, but like that really kind of like a nice little cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. That, that whole scene was that. Mm. Again, just Again, just tied everything together. Because I mean, like... Obviously, at this point, Simon thinks, like, he has absolutely no reason to think anyone's coming back. Right? Like, why would he? He's sure that everyone hates him there. Because he doesn't 
He doesn't understand their world. Definitely does not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and just in that way that you don't know, he can't see that some of the stuff they're doing, it is respect. It just feels like it's insulting, but that's how they get along. But yeah, they just, they, they build it up, everything around that well to show. I don't know. His eyes, I think, are opened. At least, like, he, I think he, he knows there's a place, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's finally beginning to learn that they're not just going to, like, toss him to the Alliance or, you know, space or, like, just leave them on a rando planet. Yeah. Because um, he's part of, part of the crew. Yep. <laughs> I do like that. It's like, oh, sure, the one time I could have been useful in the wind here. Well, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> The compounding coincidences for this episode to even happen. Just like. It, it just bugs me so much. Like it's more than what you would get normally. See, I never felt it as coincidental other than the actual. Inciting incident of them being captured. It's like. Book gets shot. Needs a doctor. The doctor was kidnapped because he's a doctor. Um, so they go to the Alliance and they reveal book because they need a doctor. Like every everything is specific specifically related around injury and like medical stuff in such such a way that it seems too stacked. <laughs> So, yes, let's look at it. See, I don't think it's coincidental because I can see the through line that caused it. It it didn't feel random to me. Mm. So, um, the the through line being okay. We have we have River, and well, she's a bit of a handful. We know this. Probably not good to have her around when you're trying to do crime. So, Mal saying, go, really makes sense. Like, let's just take this possible liability out of here. Plus, you know, we're doing a crime. Who knows what can happen? So, them going off, much like Inara and Kaylee were already off, makes sense. Book has always been questionable to me. Him being there... I don't know, maybe it's just knowing how to handle the animals or or what have you. Him being around during the gunfight, again, makes sense. What's well, more like he got he got shot and they needed a doctor, but they didn't have the doctor because the doctor was taken because he's a doctor. So they had to go get a doctor. No. So the doctor was taken because he was a doctor, yes. But that situation again happened logically. They were nowhere near the crew. This is the first time they've really been outside of the Oh, I don't have a problem with him being taken. That's the primary plot of this episode. I'm having a problem with everything else. With Book being shot and them needing a doctor and couldn't find a doctor. So they had to go and reveal something mysterious about Book because they needed a doctor. Like, so someone, so someone getting shot in that situation makes sense. The inciting incident of him being captured is the only part that I still say is coincidental because again they set up the fact that there was the alliance ship as the next closest thing that 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 was mentioned well before they needed it i'm just saying it's bad writing no no it's terrible no 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 no. it would have been bad writing if they didn't set those things up those little one-liners is what saves it from being bad writing but but the fact that it's just these layered coincidences that like allow like every everything is hinged on the need of medical attention in like multiple different ways. It's it's just dumb. I'm just saying it's, it's dumb. A, see, I I think we're using coincidence differently here. 
is right. is what I feel like. It it's convenient, it, but I don't think it's coincidence. Like, it's not okay. It's super convenient oh, to the to... plot over and over and over again. <laughs> I will change my terminology because you changed your terminology earlier for me. It's a. <laughs> it, it's. Yeah, it, it didn't bother me because again, it felt very logical. It didn't feel forced. It, again, if they had the chance to find Simon, they would have just done that. But I mean, it's the same thing as how do we take out Jane? <laughs> well, we drug him up before there's going to be a gunfight. No, I look, I look at that different. Uh... I I think the the only part around it that I think. Where it could see like it feels logical to me. I think the the bigger part that stands out is they wanted to have a way to show this with book, but not enough to make it its own episode. Uh, I still don't think it felt coincidental, but it 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 needed to be done to introduce that side of them without or his importance or whatever it is about him. Here's my question. Some... <laughs> oh no. Um, let's, let's say that uh, you found an abandoned ship with a crazy guy upon it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden a um, carrier comes by and app apprehends the entire crew and starts interviewing them. Mm. Um, would not that investigatory body do ident scans of everyone on board? Hmm. Yeah. Would that not be the first thing they did? Be like ident scan, like. Like, I, I don't like the way that this episode is laid out, but I just realized that as a whole, because they know who Mal is. They somehow got his entire service record. Why wouldn't they do the Shepherd? Mm. And like, if I were, and to fill that plot hole, you would have had to completely write that scene different. Like, oh, we see who you are and um, we can drop you off at the next port. I think the interesting way to do that, the way to do that without having as much of a plot hole, yeah. Because no, now that you mention it, well, the way to like... the way to do it is the way they did it in this episode. I just don't like mm -hmm. the fact that it was in this episode yeah. when everything was like doctor, doctor, doctor. But yeah. the fact that I just realized that, yep, nope, <laughs> and I didn't at all <laughs> until you said that. Yeah, I just just mm. so. I mean, the only other thing I could think is like, eh, what if there's the idea of, you know, having two different forms of ID or or something? But yeah, nope, that is valid. Well, I mean, it 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 was Buddy's first tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe everybody on board failed to do like the basic thing of checking ID. Uh, like it that. Wait, tell me why. Anyways, that's a serious plot hole for you to drink in. Yeah, no, that is definitely uh, sad about that. Now. Yeah, no, I, I hadn't I like considered, hadn't, hadn't noticed it. <laughs> Overall, I think they. Now I've got to think about that. So this. I don't know, to kind of recap everything, this episode, I feel like, was the right time to explore Simon and River mm -hmm. and start accelerating, like, people's personal conspiracies and theories um, regarding what was done to her. Yeah. And actually... Like, explaining that Simon is a D-bag, but, like, he's an altruistic one. 
<laughs> like he is, he, he, he has complex motivation. Motivations. Yeah. He's a d bag because this is not his world. He literally has no idea how to do with it. I it this made me think is like mm, maybe he's not intentionally a d bag. He just literally has no idea how to interact. Yeah, it's just cultural differences. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and he doesn't have someone to guide him like Inara did in Shindig when all of a sudden she got attention from all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so the, the, like the 20 minutes of the episode that we're surrounding, um, Simon River definitely like top notch in this. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Hey. Thanks again for huddling around the second wall with us here tonight. Join us next time as we continue our discussion of Firefly. Please join the conversation in the comments, on social media, or at our Discord, where we would love to get your thoughts. And of course, if you like what we do, please share us with your friends.